from Madison, Wisconsin in the United States of Global Hegemony, it's Didactic Syncast, with your host Eric P. And welcome to the Didactic Syncast, your overview of everything important on the planet Earth. I'm Eric S. Piotrowski, a.k.a. Duke Scath in the world of video games and Twitter, a.k.a. Scartol in the world of Wikipedia and Reddit. Today is uh, Tuesday, the 4th of May, I guess it is. I don't know. I'm, I hope the 4th of May will be with you or whatever it is saying is. Uh, listen, people, I got to tell you, I'm not feeling great today. Uh, it's been a long day. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I should just be doing nothing. But I had this idea for a Sincast face live thing, and I'm doing it. So I hope it works out. I can't even tell if it's recording well or coming through on Facebook or not because the Facebook streaming uh, setup is a nightmare. But I'm here, and I've set it up. So let's get started, shall we? Bit better and dope is a brand new kid to show biz with knowledge. I persevere, but find out, do me a favor. Let me in here, and we can find a rhyme to fill in space and drop the base with a So, today I uh put my um creative writing one students onto Sarah Kay. She did a really good TED talk called If I Should Have a Daughter, and it's all about her spoken word journey and poetry and the power of poetry to open locks and 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 encourage each other. And I think it's awesome. And I had some students who really liked it today. And there are students who always like that particular TED talk. And uh, so it got me thinking about some poetry I've written and how I might share it because the outside world is kind of shut down because of COVID. And when I have shared poetry in, you know, open mics and stuff, the response hasn't always been very great. So you know, whatever. I'm uh, casting adrift in the cosmos, trying to find anybody who gives a crap about the things I've written. So maybe you'll enjoy it. I don't know. Anyway, so this first one I wrote today, and it's because it's Teacher Appreciation Week. And so that's the theme of this particular piece. Teacher Appreciation Week is weak. Save your meaningless accolades and parades. Stop pretending to care about the papers I grade. If you really cared, you'd fight for smaller classes and get your lazy kids off their asses and get them to challenge their assumptions and summon the gumption to quit forest gumping. You'd assault white supremacy and school segregation and join a demonstration against dehumanization. You'd actually listen to our professional confessional and take action instead of retreating to your low tax and faction. Schools are in trouble because you refuse to fund them and kids come in expecting to have fun then hard work hurts them and they're crushed by despair in the air and it's not that they don't care but they've been told they don't need to so if other people get cut and bleed too that's not something that they align their creed to so when i try to instigate radical militant empathy i see eyes that are empty and few eager minds to tempt me meanwhile teachers are asked to be a billion different things but i know why the overworked bird still sings your superficial hypocritical appreciation cannot sustain me and your small-minded dude bro status quo cannot contain me so if you really want to show your appreciation don't post garbage online or hand me cheap plastic crap cut class sizes in half and give up that cash no cap what this second piece is about teaching during the pandemic Zoom, zoom, teaching to a blank screen in an empty room, wearing a mask like some MNF and doom, still bringing the light to smash apart the gloom, because I know the people to who I speak. No, wait, I mean, whom? 
This is a lecture from a bibliophilic blatherskite packing a paunch and some privilege that's white. But I also got a foundation of funk and a mastery of music from Mozart to Monk, plus punk and Porter Robinson, Prodigy and P.E. spitting electricity from infinity to eternity. So get with me whether you're in juvie or the academy. You can't be as bad as me, but you'll be glad to see the light of clear insight and the power to fight. These clowns can't keep me down. I take flight to new heights and bring the little ones with me out of Plato's cave. They're not old enough to shave, but they're already dodging graves. But I'm a lifesaver, and not just because I'm fruity and round, because I pound the ground with a sound that's profound. So strap on your mask and stay six feet away, because I show up every day, and I'm never here to play. What? Now, in her TED Talk, Sarah Kay uh, says a piece about... um, if I should have a daughter, I'll remind her that there are days like this where you put out your hands to catch and all you end up with are blisters and bruises. And sometimes you step out of the phone booth and try to fly and the people you're trying to save are the ones who are standing on your cape. So this is inspired by that. So thanks to Sarah Kay. Get off my cape, you stupid morons! We're about to be exploded by nitroglycerol boron! You stupid, illiterate sons of bastards! How am I supposed to prevent this disaster? I'm trying to save the world! Trying to save you clowns, but your stinking feet are holding me down! I'm trying to fly around and save the damn day, but it seems like you're not even trying to hear what I say! Staring at your phone, zombie slug mush brains, driving me insane with your mundane mental planes! Can't you see how super my heroism is? I'm trying to be a giant force for good like Dotcom and Grizz! I'm a whiz with word weapons, a professional of the pen. Chinua Chebe is to me as Obi-Wan is to Ben. I don't know if you're being dumb without realizing where you're standing or if you're maliciously impeding me and blocking understanding. And I don't even really care. You've got to freaking move. You're ruining my groove. I got things to show and prove. I gotta get free by liberating you. But that's something I can't do when I'm trapped by your shoe. How can you be so oblivious to the completely obvious and stand there impervious to someone so serious? What is wrong with you? Why are you making my life so hard? Do you go to basketball games and throw things at the point guard? We ought to work together, but you refuse to work at all. So me and you and Gotham City are bound to fall. I know your feet hurt, I know you're tired and the world has beat you down, but we gotta assemble like Voltron to stop the villains from destroying our town. We can do it. Make a change. End ignorance, suffering, and hate. We can start today, right here, right now. Step one. Get off my cape hey scott thank you uh this next one's called mental salary and i think this was after i had shown the students uh, my angelou's phenomenal woman poem uh so it kind of has that kind of cadence i think to it i told my students to create a poem that they'll be proud to share but i gotta show and prove if my classroom's really fair i got maya's rhythm in my head phenomenal her verse i too know why the cage bird sings while the world keeps getting worse i got steez and i got beats and i can clap right back an awkward pompous pudgy dude spits fire upon the track because i got things to fry your brain and melt your inhibitions offering truth within my pedagogy for conscious life decisions right now i'm calm and loud and smart and confident and stable but i've not always been this way i've only lately gotten a the flames of history are at my back the spirits of my kin igniting passions and unique fashions for transformations within i live to always pass along the lessons that i've learned and donate every cent of the mental salary i've earned i got piles of gold for rainy days and a house filled with bookshelves but my real wealth resides within my students mental selves 
The kids are alright, but there's a nightmare of chaos deep inside. Confusion, anxiety, depression, all the demons that make us hide. So much mumbling and silence and indifference and distraction. I want energetic dialectic, but I can't get no satisfaction. I can't be free unless you're free too, so we're trapped in a conundrum. I want to soar and go explore, but you're content just being humdrum. You allow yourself to be zombified by your digital device, and I'm not breaking through when I'm just compassionate and nice. That's why I scream and yell and joke and leap around the room. I act like some ridiculous buffoon in a cartoon. It's all an act, a role I play to foster evolution, to get you thinking clearly and maybe join the revolution. Cause stuff's messed up and we all need to make the systems change. So I don't mind if you look at me and whisper, he's so strange. So long as you don't reject the seeds I'm sowing in your mind, in seven years say thanks for the conscious blossoms that you find. And if you forget about nominative pronouns, that's okay with me. Your mind is much more precious than your score on the ACT. Life is love and pain and work. It's atrocious and it's funny. So please, friends, I implore you, seek truth. Forget the money. What? All right, two more here. Uh, this is the probably the first one in this bunch that I wrote uh, because Sarah Kay talks about, well, no, I take it back. I gave the students the topic of the hardest thing I've ever done uh, as one of the poetry prompts. So I thought about it, and this is what I came up with here. <clears throat> I'm looking at the girl with her head down. There's no smile, no frown. Maybe new to town. She's not the class clown, but so disaffected. Has she been rejected or neglected? Probably not respected by her peers or teachers who fan the flames of her fears. Scared of where she'll be in 10 years. Floating alone and drowning in tears. Does she dwell on a past that runs too fast? Is her spirit broken? Can it be healed with a cast? I've seen her smile once, but I can't remember why. Maybe she feels the need to cry and thinks that joy is a lie. No one knows better than I how wings break, you can't fly. So many ways the world is crazed, hate obliterates the sky. Teenage peer pressure, skinny models taking measure, depression getting nearer, cannot look in the mirror. Or maybe she got attacked after the Packers game last week and now she stares out the window like Melinda and speak. Maybe her parents split up or she never knew her dad. And every fairy tale and Disney movie just makes her mad. Maybe money is tight and there's never enough to eat. You always feel weak when a pack of ramen's a treat. Maybe race is the thing she thinks no one understands. The kinds of stands she has to take and the skin where she stands. Perhaps she sees hate as her only fate in this world. Her friends discuss hot boys, but she's attracted to girls. Or maybe none of the above, or maybe all of it's true. And I'm not trained to be a therapist or analyze you. Every question I explore makes her back away more. Eyes are locked on the floor until she bolts for the door. But there is so much more in the world beyond these walls. Past fluorescent lights and linoleum halls. This too shall pass. Trust me, whatever is wrong. It's that one part you don't like in your favorite song. I gotta make her see all the things her life can be. And it starts when she learns to trust her heart and not me but that's confusing because she's been trained the other way and it's different for every person sometimes different day to day but I have done it before and I can do it again get her to stop doubting herself become her own best friend every class I have taught she has always been there hiding under a hoodie or the bangs of her hair with time and patient pressure she'll finally find her voice but I cannot make it happen because in the end it's her choice what uh, thank you, Tyler. It's very nice of you to say, but I don't believe it's fair. Uh, but it's, I'll say thank you anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, this last one here is uh, about teaching itself. And it's kind of the thing I needed to hear today. Uh, because like I said, it's been a rough day. And so uh, uh, this is fitting to end on this one. Sarah Kay says that she makes her students make a list of 10 things I should have learned by now. So, this is called, I should have learned by now. 
I should have learned by now some kids don't give a what about writing. So why bother with attempted insighting and grade-grubbing fist-fighting? Give them all an A like they say and I can have a stress-free day. Hooray! No way. I'm on a quixotic crusade, renegade mental fusillade, forget the grades, intellectual revolution gots to get made, and yeah, I gots to get paid, but that's not why I've stayed. I don't listen to reason, every season apathy allergies got me sneezing, laziness gives me a rash, my head's bashed like a slow motion car crash, I want to mash on these fools fixated on the cash, can't blame the lettuce when they graduate and forget us, I should just take it easy, but ignorance makes me queasy, can't have a revolution without mental evolution, keep fighting, more weight, breathe deep to keep from snapping. I can make it happen, Captain. Wake a couple heads with my four-star rapping. The kids who care least need inspiration the most. Wake the ancestors' ghosts from coast to coast. But I'm exhausted like a muffler tailpipe. Young minds are right. Don't believe the hype. Nah, I should be a relaxer and make peace with the slackers instead of wearing myself out being a pedagogical attacker. If that kid wants to sleep, what gives me the right to wake him up and pour enlightenment ambrosia in his red solo cup? But zombies can be cured. I refuse to be ignored. Knowledge, if you live by this ward, you won't die by the sword. Good enough is not good enough. The world's full of mediocre stuff. It's not fair to his family or future identity if I just let him be comatose till the age of 23. But what does it get me? Anxiety, headaches, sleep deprivation, all in the name of some future liberation? I don't need this frustration and aggravation. How am I going to be this kid's intellectual salvation? That's ego domination, right? Isn't that the explanation? I should do the minimum required by the administration. I should learn to be bland instead of spicy like Selsa. I should learn to let it go like Elsa. But the cold bothers me. I'm from Florida, damn it. Catastrophes exploding all over the planet. I care about this concept and you need to understand it. A change is going to come and it's time we began it. But why should I care? I could still get mine if I just hand out worksheets and keep the children in line. Just go for self and you'll be fine. The vile maxim of the masters of mankind. That's what Adam Smith called it. It's the American way. Take the path of least resistance. Drop your insistence for a significant existence. If I cared a little less and let my classes be lame, I'd have more time for reading and video games. You can't reach that kid know-how. He'll never read a book. That's the attitude the teacher's little hater always took. So why be a schnook? Bash your head against the wall? Pretend there's a fresh start every year in the fall? You can't fix it all, so why put up a fight? Why not go gentle into that good night? Because you know the answer. You got red pills to hand out. You've got to be Morpheus. Make noise and stand out. Rock the Nebuchadnezzar for the future, not vanity. Destroy the whole matrix and rescue humanity. What? Thank you for watching, everybody, and thank you for listening. Uh, that's it. I'm, that's, that's all I came here to do, and now I'm done, so we're finished. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to stop talking now. Didactic Syncast is a production of the floating brain of Eric S. Piotrowski, which is solely responsible for its content. This program is a joint venture of Ribonucleic Records and Garrison Multimedia. Our show is made possible by a grant from the Fargus Foundation. Some restrictions may apply. See SOAR for details. Fight the power. So powerful. Oh, man. Porgus Fargus. I miss that guy. Hey, if, if Porgus Fargus is out there, holler at your boy. Send me an email or write me a letter, Porgus Fargus, because it's been too long and I would love to hear from you.